Oh, hi, Corey. <laughs> you know what? Should I should I start talking? I don't. You can if you'd like. Okay. All right. Hi. What? Uh, Rachel. I mean, look. Morgan, I love I love our podcast. music by Splash ninety six, but I know Jason Keener won't mind that we're coming in with this beautiful little ballad. Just listen to that. And this is um, for review purposes, so for use, for use. This is, uh, more importantly, Barbara, Str- Barbara who? Barbara Streisand. And Barry Gibb. And look at Brad. I mean, I came out and I said, could we could we get that cranked up? I heard it on my way in today. And Brad got it ready for us, because that's what Batwell Studio does. Yeah, thank you, Brad. You're welcome. Um, and look, here's my point. Uh-huh. At the festival this year, this is our karaoke song. Oh my god. We're doing it. Oh my god. Don't you agree, Brad? I love it. It's also like eight and a half minutes. People will <laughs> fucking love it. <laughs> Especially when I do that voice. You're gonna do the barber part, of course. Oh. And of I'm course. gonna do the very good. Yeah, well that's just intuitive, isn't it? Now wait, it cranks up here. What? What kind of fool? Dancing upon just wait. Just wait for it. My voice basically sounds exactly like this. I think you do have more of a Barry Gibb voice <laughs> and a vibe, uh, more of a Barry Gibb vibe. Oh, this is the Streisand podcast. I mean, I guess between the two of us, I do have more Barbara vibes. <laughs> My mom appreciates that. Um, this is so like classy, and the the vibes are so nice that like. I know. Where's I, my glass of red wine? I mean, I almost don't want to say what's up, ding dongs, so I won't. Oh, Except yeah, I just did, did, so it counts. Boom, 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 also, boom, boom. If you aren't familiar with this album cover, this live performance, or this maybe a music video, I don't know. Or anytime they sang the song, if you aren't familiar, you can probably guess what they're wearing. Just picture all it. white. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yep. This is this is you cannot do this without wearing all white. No, of course it's not. required. Of course Here, not. Listen to that. Like the fact that there are other colors in the room that we're in feels what inappropriate. Kind of oh, thank you, Brad. Anyway, yeah. let's um, let's talk some more about Barbara Streisand. Uh, we need to sit on a <laughs> white tiger print couch <laughs> while we listen to that song. Again. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Get ready for a five-minute fight. Five-minute round one fight. fight. A five-minute fight. I'm keeping that voice. What an appropriate <sighs> topic for a five-minute fight coming out of that intro. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what are we fighting There's about? Never Go ahead and start good the timer because he's pissed. He's pissed. There's never a good time <clears throat> to talk about the fucking human centipede. Oh, yes, Which is, is the movie that we're arguing about today. But you'll never guess what side I'm on. I'm pro-centipede. Which is... Which is, I guess on one level, not really surprising because this movie is a provocation. But on the other hand, it's a boring ass par- provocation. It's not, I can't, okay. It's so, it fucking what? sucks. Listen, it's so amateurish and dull. Fuck off. Come on. What it's about, got one what? idea and it's like, what if somebody. Oh, whatever. And, and like, I'm going to toke up real quick as I say this. Toke, toke, toke into the mic. What if somebody sewed somebody's mouth to another dude's asshole, bro? Oh my god! It's, and it's just like ninety minutes of that, and it sucks. It's not ninety minutes of that. Did you watch the film or did you yeah, watch a clip? Yeah, I watched the film. What is boring about one person's mouth being sewn to another person's asshole, and another person's mouth being sewn to their asshole, and then what might happen when when you do that? That's not boring. 
It it's might be a lot of things. It might shit. be sick. It might be fucked up. It might be disgusting, but it's not boring. It's so boring. And I don't see how it's not just the most <laughs> boring thing in the world, especially to anybody who was a teenager using the internet in 2003, Look, where you'd like tattoo. just go to any fucking forum and see like 15-year-old edgelords being like, oh my God, <laughs> mouth to asshole and that bullshit. Like, Rules. Yeah. You know, it's it's like it's like fucking um, uh, Bane says to Batman in The Dark Knight Rises. You merely adopted the dark. I was born in it. I was molded by it. I never saw the light until I was a man. I was molded by the wild west of the early two thousands internet. So the fucking human centipede, which is the official title, the fucking human centipede, <laughs> does not bother me one bit okay i know your complaint about this film isn't the cinematography i know it's not the mise-en-scene if you will i know it's not the lighting i know it's not the direction i know it's not the editing your entire well, the direction problem isn't good it's, it's fine no this is a come great on. villain it's a good looking it's a film. boring villain it's, it's a german guy who's just like what I if i sewed your mouth to an asshole that's a great hmm? fucking villain Perchance? that's a great fucking a great fucking villain is like what happens when i just get three people together and so mouth to asshole. Again, that's a great it's just fucking like, villain. I've got one joke, so it's not a how joke. am I going to get it's there? Not a joke. Yes, it is. It may it's be a sick. Complete it may be joke. fucked up. It may be nasty, it's but it's not a joke. joke. It's not. Come it's, on, this movie has contempt for everybody who watches. So it. what? And and so does well, every Lars von Trier film, and I don't hate them. Yeah, but Lars is actually saying something other than like what Not if every again. film has to say something. Yeah. This film can just about say, be about saying, look how nasty this is and would you want this to happen to you? No. So I'm a little scared watching this thing because it's eerie, it's nasty, it's gross. Yeah, but if I pulled off a Band-Aid on, over an okay. open gaping wound Some on my like body and I was like, look how fucking gross. Some what if like I shoved it in your face? Like, is that does that have cinematic <laughs> merit? Because that's what this fucking human centipede there bullshit is, is. There is a narrative. There is a story here it is it is just as it's you're being just, very charitable that's not true how many horror films have a have a story that's a, about this then i'm not suggesting this is the deepest film ever made i'm simply no, saying i would certainly I'm hope simply not. saying that there are you know in the world of horror films that this is it is just as thin or just as heavy as is a whole bag full of shit and it's fun to watch it's ridiculous it's fun with an audience i've you're part of where this comes from is that you object to when we do 25 years of sidewalk and we're picking 25 years to represent the programming we've done but i said straight up fucking human centipede yeah but because it sucks is it grody to the max absolutely my 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 sensibilities are offended you can't watch um, you can't really eat a pizza with this one but it is a it is fun late night fodder ugh. i don't and and it's completely technically competent there are plenty of of shitty horror films they should out put there that, that quote have, on the the blu-ray box technically competent okay, well it's above technically competent i'm simply saying you can't you're not even trying to argue with that all you're all you're mad about is the content and apparently the worldwide I saw web. this movie once in 2010 and then i saw the sequel when it came out but we well, don't have but to the get into that we're not fighting about the sequel I know, I know. we're fighting about the og human centipede well for what it's worth this is clearly the best human centipede movie <laughs> absolutely but, I, haven't even seen I mean it. i didn't even see the third one because um i bailed uh but the second one talk about a movie that has contempt for the acting everything. is good the, the acting is it's fine it's good remember. i can't i don't remember is, it well enough to you evaluate the acting. all i'm all i'm trying to get you to say is the only thing you don't like about this film is the content well, it's not just that. It's what else the is fact it? that like 
the content the is is not supported by like anything other than just provocation. You, I just you I don't de- you defend shitty Tom Hanks films left and right. What's wrong with this horror film that's perfectly competent on every level but happens to be nasty? Sam. What if Tom Hanks were in the human centipede? Would you I would still like it? Love it? I was just about to say they that's, should really do a remake with Tom Hanks. That's what he deserves. <clears throat> oh, as the doctor. He though. should be the he should be the tail end of that bitch. <laughs> you'd probably you'd be like, I liked I liked the human centipede remake except for Tom Hanks. Yeah, probably. Even would. though that's his right. like mouth is muffled by somebody's that's ass right. for most of the movie. <laughs> well, that might make me actually like him. I, just, I hate this shit. I hate this shit so much. I don't know if it's just because of the content, but it sure as shit doesn't help. It's one long centipede. It's a human centipede. I get, I get it, Sam. I <laughs> get the a, concept. They have one digestive tract. Um, okay. Um, okay. How can a movie like this be perceived as boring? I can't really understand <laughs> Thank that. Thank you. Um, it's dull it, as it's fuck. It's called the human centipede. Um, I mean, I think it's amazing that it even exists, yet alone the popularity that it reached, and it spawned two sequels. Um, I think it's worth mentioning the third one. They actually make a human centipede out of every prisoner in this massive prison. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Oh, I think that's why I turned that shit off. <laughs> Um, yeah, really. I did start it. Um, how many how many human sections oh, like, can we make in a centipede? <laughs> I mean, like, we're talking like three hundred, and the sequel's like ten people. I don't. Oh, I'm not man. that familiar with. If this you're series. the end <clears throat> of that little centipede, no, oof. Sam, go ahead and, and dazzle us with your expertise. Here's, here's the plot synopsis of the sequel and the third. No, um, okay, the first one. I mean, yeah, it's gross and provocative and just disturbing for the point of being provocative and disturbing. And I mean, so once again, it's called the human centipede. Oh, Christ, I'm losing um, this, aren't I? <laughs> Yep. Spoilers. This is yeah. such bullshit. I'm going to say Corey gets just 10,000 bonus points for that California stoner bro accent. Really? Um, uh, okay. 9,000. Um, Rachel wins like 5 million You points. won and you and still talk him down on the Rachel points that I got. That's great. Centipede and then Corey got about the last spot. In yeah. The- I fucking yeah. hate this shit. I hate this so much. <laughs> Come on. I... <sighs> I, I, I don't even have the words to express how Loser. exasperated I am by the very existence of this shit. Ass. Like, oh, God damn it. Loser. I hate I <laughs> And here's the next segment of the Human Centipede podcast. Oh, God. I hate that joke. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What is it? And this is the audio version. So we're about to play a few clips for you. You're going to try to guess what the film is. You've been doing pretty, pretty good. I've I've got three out of four four. both times. Let's see if you can go for gold. This is like that game that you you play with the balloons where if you don't get all three (laughs) of them, you don't get the little bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me, all four. So we're going to try to go for four. I really want this bear. I want that little bear. So, Brad, you got us uh, queued up for the first one? Yeah, one sec. Excuse me. Could you tell me where the coffee shop is, please? What? The coffee shop. The coffee shop? No, I'm new here. I don't drink coffee. I'm new here, too. Where do you work? Downstairs. In the morgue. That's right. Yes, yes. How did he... Coffee. Too much coffee. I'm just taking him out for some air. I mean, some fresh air for me. He's just coming along for the ride. What? You're a doctor. I didn't see your badge. Sorry. I'm a doctor. So why the hell am I talking to you? Piss off. 
So this is a f- very familiar film that I know you've seen, probably seen multiple times, very famous film. Hmm. I picked a section in the film, though, that is really makes it hard to identify. Yeah, this is tricky. That I thought that little music stinger at the end, uh-huh. which kind of happens throughout the film, might be helpful. Hmm. <clears throat> but it doesn't sound like you're getting it. Um, no, I am Ooh, not. We might have this. a I right out the gate. Not, yeah, I think out of the gate. I'm, I I don't know what this is. Did you is. recognize who that voice is? I didn't. You're not going to get it. Place it. You're not going to get it. But I'm going to tell you who the voice is, and I uh-huh. think you're going to then you're going to get it. But you won't get it. Like uh-huh. you're going to, you know, it's still wrong. You don't get the bear this time. That's okay. Clear. Yeah. That is Lily Tomlin's voice. So Lily do you know Tomlin's what this film voice? is now? Yeah, it's a film where they think they've killed their boss. Nine to five. It's nine to five. I've never it's, seen nine to five. Holy shit. Yeah. Let's uh, wrap this up right now. Corey's going to be leaving to watch nine to five. Yeah. So that's that accounts for that. No, I've okay. never seen nine All to right. five. That that needs to change this it, week. It, I mean, I've seen 80 for Brady. I've seen many oh, other oh. Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin team up movies. you got to see this. Oh, it's just the best. While it's on my mind. Um, was uh, browsing through the used uh, Blu-ray section at Second and Charles the other day. What did I find on uh, Blu-ray for two dollars and fifty cents? But Nine to five. The best little whorehouse in Texas. Oh, Speaking film. of Dolly, so I picked that one up, and I'm going to watch that one soon great, too. Great, great film. But no, Nine to Five, a blind spot for me. I should watch it. Change things up here and uh, and do that this weekend. All right, Brad. Let's um, we got. We got zero right now on the scoreboard, so yeah. let's let's try uh, let's try to at least at least try to keep up with your current average. Okay. Hello. Hi. 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 How you doing? Fine. This is Punch Drunk Love. So no, it's not. This is not Punch Drunk Love. Good guess. You're gonna know this one. It's just how soon will you know? Uh huh. Better. I see your mom went ape at the security store today. It looks like a prisoner of Zender or something. Oh, shit. What is this? It's coming up on the seventh day. Oh, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Ding, ding, ding. Listen, Glenn. I know who he is. And Glenn being Johnny Depp. Yeah, A Nightmare on Elm. Yeah, there you go. Seven days without sleeping. Seems bad. All right, here's the – so, I mean, I knew the minute that she said that. But what's funny is I kind of poked around that film a good bit to find a good clip. And it's really hard to find a scene in Nightmare on Elm Street, at least one out there just sort of easily accessible on YouTube, where they're Mm. not talking about sleeping or you don't hear Freddy being like, I'm your boyfriend now, bitch. My name is Freddy Krueger, and you're watching A Nightmare on Elm Street. He kind of pops up a lot in that thing. Or you hear some little shears on the wall. You know, it's hard to find something that's that's tough. So I knew you'd get that one. Or or the title line where – where um, Nancy says, this truly is a real nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, my God. All right, let's 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 move on before this gets any worse. <laughs> what's, you, what's you looking at me like that for? What, man? Come on, you just drove down Is this here. moonlight? Ding, ding, ding. The, yeah. Okay. Like you was just... You was just on one, and you hit the highway. Yeah. So where you gonna stay tonight, man?
Yeah. I mean, that's impressive. I, I, what do you think, Brad? I think that's impressive that he got that so quick. Yeah, that was a couple of seconds. Yeah. I've seen Moonlight a lot more times than yeah. A Nightmare on Elm Street. So let me ask you, though. Did, uh-huh. did, did the music choice in the car? Yeah. Was that what did it? Okay. Yeah. That's what I kind of thought. I thought that might be push it over the edge. But not yep. for most. I bet most people either didn't get it or it took them all the way you know, past where you were at least to get it. So. All right, you're doing pretty, pretty good. If you can get the next one, you're going to at least keep up. All right. But I'm nervous. Well, I'm a little really. nervous. This is probably pretty easy for you. Okay. Let's, let's do it. I recently graduated from Northwestern University. And what are you doing here? <clears throat> well, this is the Devil Wears Prada. I think I could do a good job as your assistant. It's good job. And, but let's um, listen to it through the end because it's kind of a fun one. Good job. Yeah, I came to New York to be a journalist and uh, sent letters out everywhere and then finally got a call from Elias Clark and met with Cherry up at Human Resources and basically it's this or auto universe. So you don't read Runway? Uh, no. And before today you had never heard of me? No. And you have no style or sense of fashion? <laughs> well, um... I think that depends on what you're... No, no. That wasn't a question. (laughs) Zing. Oh, Meryl, way to go. That was impressive, too. I knew you'd get that one, but you did get it quicker than I thought you would get it. You got it pretty darn fast. I really like that movie. You're just keeping right along here, but maybe next time we'll get the bear. Yeah, you know, know, I, I, I think... I don't remember if this is the case, but it feels like... The ones that I've missed are ones that I haven't seen. That seems that seems accurate. No, there was one. There might I think have been there one, was, one. There was one that I missed, <clears throat> but that you I know, had seen. If you have, I, I think there's. I, in in your defense, I think there's also been one or two that you hadn't seen that you somehow managed to get. <laughs> so, kind of evens out. But we'll, we're going to go for a solid four next time well, yeah. around. Uh, Hope springs eternal. Am I right, folks? Hope floats. Maybe that's one of the films. You never know. I haven't seen that. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Side Talks podcast. We're your own personal cinematic Britney Spears and Alyssa Milano. Uh-oh. I think we might have done this one before, but I'm not sure it was this exact one. But, you know, Alyssa Milano kind of has been getting on a bad list for a lot of folks. Mm. And, you know, Britney's always, well, she's got a little edge to her. Mm. So here's the story. It's a recent one. This is a recent one. I Des- think I heard about this. December. Yeah, it might have been me. But anyway, if we're repeating, well, we're repeating and Brit Brit's always worth a repeat. So fine. It's December 2022. So mm-hmm. maybe we haven't. Um, anyway, there was a situation where Brittany had taken, you know, she's had some ups and downs in the mm-hmm. last, well, 30 years, but certainly in the last few years with all that's going on legally. And she had taken a social media hiatus. She had not been on social media. And so she jumped back on really with a lot of, a lot of heat via video of her eating cake off of the ground uh-huh. and then turned and flipped off the camera. Okay. That was her re-entrance after a few weeks, couple months or so, and back into social media. To which Alyssa Milano jumped back on and uh, tweeted, "Someone please go check on Britney Spears." Mm. Now I don't know if that was earnest or, and she really wanted somebody to, or if it just was being nasty. Get a load know. of this weirdo. Yeah, but apparently, you know, this was this was a tweet. And it took, I think it took Brittany about a month, but she did tweet back and said, it saddens me to see things about me from people who don't know me. Mm. So not, yeah. Well, she must be used to it at this point. 
Yeah, but apparently Alyssa, t- <laughs> Alyssa Milano taking to the socials really got under her skin. Mm. Um, I appreciate the on the ground eating the cake, though. So for that, for that, I'll be. I'd like to be Brittany if that's okay with you. That's fine. Uh-huh. No objection, huh? Uh, no objection. I have no. I have no dog in this fight. So yeah, to speak. I understand that. Well, you just accepted being Alyssa Milano, and you know she's on the wrong side of a lot of things. So I don't really know anything about Alyssa Milano. Which she was on Charmed, right? She That's was on. She was on Charmed. She was also on. Um, what is the? What's that damn show? Who's the boss? Who's the boss? Oh yeah. Yeah, she was on. Who? That's where she kind of got her start. Tony Danza. Yeah. Yeah, and, and a number of other things. I mean, she's also in Poison Ivy two. Oh right, as we established on this very That's podcast. Right. That's right. She had a she had a moment, and she's in Fear. Oh, well, kind I've playing, seen Fear, okay. Kind of playing so, the same character in Fear okay. in some ways. Yeah. So she's in a good bit of stuff, and, you know, she did come to Birmingham for the Doug Jones stuff. Oh, Remember word? That? Oh, she went okay. She went knocking door. We'll give her that credit. Yeah. She did go knocking door to door, asking people to vote for Doug Jones about, was that about 10 years ago now? Probably. Eight? I don't like yeah, that. Jesus. Anyway, time. we'll give her that credit. Um, Alyssa Milano, come to Sidewalk. We'd love it. Anyway, even if, even if Brittany doesn't like you, we'll... Yeah, we're desperate, so we'll accept any celebrity, really. Brittany, come to Sidewalk. We'll accept any celebrity this side of Kid Rock. Um, Anyway, thanks to Beltwell Studios. Thanks to Brad. Roman Polanski, come to Sidewalk. Shit. You said any. You said Uh, any. I said this side of Kid Rock, and we know what side he's on. (laughs) Oh, but if you had to choose between them. Oh, man. You know, with this latest Kid Rock bullshit with the beer thing and the trans stuff, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm going to go Polanski. I mean, I think it's safe. That's pretty bad. It's pretty fucking bad, y'all, when you go, you know, I'm going to take the safe bet and go Polanski. But he's, you know, he's probably like, how old is he, like 85? Oh, he's harmless now. You can just kind of you push just him with a yardstick. Yeah, just like yeah. jab him in a That's the fall problem. Where, when most of these, um, when most of these predators were at their height of their moment, right? They're now at a point where they can barely creep across the floor. So they're, you know, they're not as terrifying anymore. They still wield that power. And by the way, your boy Clint Eastwood's one of them. You need uh, to listen to the most recent. You I must know, remember this. I know, I know, Ooh, I know. Upsetting. It's about Sandra Locke, right? Yeah, it's upsetting. Yeah, it's upsetting. he was a real shithead to her. I think um, I mean, anybody who doesn't know that story needs to look into it. It's, it's miserable. And I think part of the issue there, not to get too long in the outro here, but part of the issue there is it's like you can't really separate the artist from the art when mm. he uses his freaking contract and his and his connections to keep her from ever being able to direct again that's that's like uh, yeah. that all of a sudden you're that's at the on the shitty. job you know? that's shitty it's real shitty anyway, it's vindictive he it's... kept her bird too he kept her fucking parrot that's what got me he kept her i parrot? mean there's a lot of stuff there but he kept, he wouldn't give her her parrot back and well i, I gotta listen deep. to that podcast parrots live like a long ass time y'all like yeah. that sucks and by the way also when she got like a breast cancer diagnosis he was like you know, lock, change the doors, change the locks on the doors or whatever. I mean, it was an asshole. Sorry, but he is. Anyway, he's he's also probably uh, at this point harmless, at least in regards to his physical well-being. Maybe not his political power, but. He did ride a horse in that last movie. Yeah. It's pretty cool. That's, it's a good movie. Cry Macho. Uh, Sidewalkfest.com or at Sidewalk Film on social media. Uh, visit any and all of those places to see what we're doing at the cinema and make sure, starting on May 1st, you get your passes to the 25th Annual Sidewalk Film Festival coming up at the end of August in downtown Birmingham. Those passes, again, go on sale May 1st. And look, if you listen to this podcast, I mean, first of all, God bless you. But second of all, uh, Sidewalk 
the physical event is one that we organize. So if you like the antics of this podcast, I betcha you'd probably enjoy coming to the festival. So consider it. Uh, get your pass now, sidewalkfest.com, and come see a movie with us at the cinema while you're at it. Bye. Bye. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise. <laughs>